You sisters know that my skin has been glowing lately, and I'm here to tell you my secret. Oak Essentials. You've heard us talk about their line of luxurious products before, and we're so excited to have them as a sponsor of OK Sister Podcast because now you can join in on the glowy goodness. You know Oak Essentials is legit because it was created by none other than our favorite brand ever, Jenny Kane. Oak Essentials is known for its simple approach to self-care with a lineup of foundational skincare staples made with high-quality ingredients that drive results. It aims to unlock healthy, glowing skin with decadent and hydrating ingredients that give you a luxe, dewy glow. I won't shut up about the Moisture Rich Balm. It's a nutrient-rich balm that supports collagen production and delivers serious hydration for a luminous glow. And a luminous glow indeed. The way my skin feels like butter after applying this balm. This balm will make you never want to wear makeup again. And you can apply generously during your night routine to lock in moisture as you dream. It's the definition of beauty sleep. Treat yourself or someone else this season. You sisters will get 15% off and a free organic honey-based restorative mask with their first order. Oh my God, what a deal. When you use code OKSIS15 at checkout. That's right. 15% off plus a gift with your first order at O-A-K-E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A-L-S.com. Promo code OKSIS15, OKAYSIS15. Go ahead and treat yourself. From luxurious skincare to meaningful self care, you deserve it. Welcome to OKSIS. We are two cultural observers and curious minds who happen to be related. I'm Scout. And I'm Maddie. Get ready for some serious sororal energy as we chat about and comment on one another's current fixation of the week. Ready, Ready, sisters? Hello, sisters. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to OK This, a podcast where Scout and Mads, sisters IRL, chat about their current fixations and invite rat female guests to join in on the sisterly banter. You really got that pitch down, don't you? And I got the elevator pitch. You know when people like clam up because they ask you to do a 30-second elevator pitch? I fucking got it down. I don't think I could do as good of a job as you do. Yeah, it's like a it's like a reflex now. Yeah. Well, if you're new, I'm Scout. I'm Maddie. And we've already said it, but we're the sisters behind OKSIS podcast. Yeah. How was everyone's fourth of July? Oh my god, it was uh, I fucking hate Fourth of July. I you know what? I do too. I think we're in the minority, but I fucking hate that holiday. It's so annoying. There's so no. much traffic. You can't park anywhere. It's not necessarily the intent behind the holiday, which I am obviously all for. I mean, God bless America and I'm happy we have some freedoms here. But it's the spectacle that it has become and uh, the it's kind of like a New Year's where there's so much pressure to have summer fun and be outside and have a barbecue and be really skinny in a bathing suit, but then also like eat a hot dog. And it's just too much, you know? It's too much. Yeah. All I did was I, Adam and I got a slice of Del Mar pizza and ate it in the alleyway. Oh, yeah, that that doesn't sound very American. <laughs> or it does sound very American. Can we go to Thai food? So pizza and Thai food on the nation's holiday. Yeah, you were in Lake Tahoe. I sure was. This was the first time I've ever been to a lake. And because we're we're pretty much ocean people. Okay, but we grew up next to a lake. Oh, I see where you're going with that. Yeah, that that's not a, that's not what I'm. I'm talking about a lake where you can go inside it and swim. Oh, I and hear you. Like lake activities where there's like boats and it's essentially what you could do in a bay and an ocean, but on a lake. What happened to your hair? What do you mean? Like, was it okay in the lake water? Did it fuck up your Brazilian blowout? Oh, I didn't go underwater. There's no way. Oh, I thought you went underwater. I was like, this is huge. No, 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 no. The uh, temperature was like 45 degrees. I did get in a kayak, which is, you know, really stretching it for me in terms of water sports. Oh my God. That makes me so nervous kayaking. You know, it was fun. More, it was really beautiful just being, we went to this uh, bay called Emerald Bay. I mean, probably top 10 most gorgeous 
sceneries and environments I've ever been to. But um, I just didn't want to do any like labor. Like I didn't, I don't understand people who, when they go on vacation, they want to exert themselves and, and, and exert a lot of physical energy. It's like, I just want to lay, I want to lay down. I want to have a canned rosé and eat a sandwich while looking at the beautiful lake. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I don't know about the canned rosé part of that equation, but I hear you. No, the canned rosé is essential. Yeah, but like, you made me do eight-minute abs in Israel. No, no, no. That's different. So that is a workout. That is a specific it's a targeted activity that you're doing just to work out. You have put it in your head that you're going to schwitz and you have it down. This is like, I'm going out for the day. I'm going to have to go in the water and kayak and then schwitz, but then not have access to a shower immediately. It's a whole thing. Do you, do you understand the difference? No, I mean, you're talking to the queen of no physical exertion, although <laughs> you would be very proud of me because I went to F45 today. Wow. That, I mean, I the only reason I'm extremely proud of you is because that workout was probably the hardest I've ever done. And I've done berries uh, at five in the morning. So no, I'm going back on Tuesday. Can you believe it? Yeah, that's I mean, you're a little nuts. But wow. I, mean, like, I didn't go so hard because when I physically and, uh, and am unable to go super hard, obviously, because I'm so out of shape. But I like I gave it my all. I did all the exercises. I went with a friend. It was great. That's how that's how you do it. If you just if you give it your all, then that's all they can ask for. Yeah, it was a little intimidating because like you hop around from different stations, but like you don't so there's three stations in each station, but you don't start at the same station every round. And so I was very confused as to where I had to go. Yeah, absolutely. Those, you know what, when, when workout classes make it really hard for you, you have to like have mental capacity to think about where you're supposed to go next. That's not, that's not a good call because you should be just focused on the the exercise, not like where you're supposed to go next. Yeah. I mean, thank God I have my friend Sarah there who goes all the time. So she like, she guided me in the direction and you know, some things like like I couldn't at the end, I couldn't lift. I don't even know what it's called, but it's like the big weight and do a squat with it. So I just did squats. There you go. You know, knowing your limits. Yeah, but I'm going back on Tuesday. I made an oath to my friend that I would start working out. Well, you also made an oath to yourself a long time ago. And then look how that played out. You know what? I think I'm turning a new leaf. All right. Well, let's hope. We'll we'll check back in. Okay, sis checks back in on uh, on Scout in a couple weeks. Yeah, we'll see if I'm still going strong on F forty five. Yes. Um, other updates is my birthday. Yeah, your birthday's coming up. I'm coming to LA on. Your birthday is Tuesday, but I'm coming to LA on Saturday for your birthday party, and then I'm staying in LA for like five days. Exciting stuff. Um, my birthday is going to be lit, as they say, as the kids say these days. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to karaoke bar, which I've never done karaoke, which is insane because I have so many. I've already created a whole list of songs. Number one on the list is Truth Hurts by Lizzo. They better fucking have that song. And it's going to be an OK Sis extravaganza. Okay, but like what kind of karaoke bar are we going to? Is it like super dingy is it super bougie like what's the vibe super bougie we have our own room okay and how many people are coming 20 oh my god I didn't know even I I didn't think I knew 20 people but apparently I do that's a lot of people Mads I had to think really hard about who my friends are because I don't, I don't really have any so that was real I was very impressed that I was able to cough up 20 yeah, I'm really impressed with you. And what are you wearing? Oh, girl, I got this cute little, uh, what's it? what are they called? LBD, little black dress, of course, wearing black. I'm going to wear black heels because it's my birthday and I'm going to wear heels. And um, I'm going to get my makeup done as I always do. Oh, I should get my hair done. Yeah, I'm going full out. I'm going to get another spray tan. I'm going to do my makeup. It's just going to be a whole ordeal. I think my birthday, I, I I think my birthday is my favorite holiday. Oh my God, you are crazy. 
I was making fun of me today because I was like, what are we doing for my birthday? Because my birthday is in three months. He's like, it's in three months. Oh my God. I, I plan my birthday a year in advance. Yeah. I love birthdays. I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah. So I'm, you know what? It's my birth week. Started my birth week. I'm very, I'm very stoked. And uh, follow along on OK Sis for some uh, <laughs> really exciting renditions of Shallow. By I was going to say, you're totally going to sing Shallow. Oh, of course I'm going to sing Shallow. But you know what? Okay, this is, this is, this is where we need to um, place bets. Am I going to sing Shallow? Am I going to actually sing Shallow? Like with my voice, my good voice? Or am I going to be like drunk, annoying? And because I don't want anyone to know that I can actually sing and just be like annoying belting it. For my sake, because all I wish for in this world is to listen to your voice on repeat, for my beautiful sake, I hope you sing shallow in your amazing, impeccable, very strong voice. Wow. Yes. Very strong. Emphasis on the very strong. But um, no, because if I do sing shallow in a good voice, then I have to sing everything else in a good voice. And I don't think I want to keep that up the whole night. You know what I mean? I don't want the pressure. (laughs) But like, what am I going to sing? I have a terrible voice. That's the whole point of karaoke. No one gives a shit. Yeah, but like, what's a good song for me to sing? So I have a whole list. Um, I put Yeah by Usher for you. Oh, yeah. I did that at the last karaoke and it just felt wrong. Literally, you said that was your favorite karaoke song. I know, but then I was thinking about it and it's like, I'm so much better at dancing to Yeah by Usher. You know what? Maybe it's just like karaoke in general. Like, I just feel weird. Scout. I have the. I just looked at my list. I have the best song that we're gonna sing together. What Are you ready? Yeah. Do you want to? Do you want to guess a little bit or no? I have no idea. Ugh, okay. Whipping post. Oh yes, that is so happening. I'm so. Oh my god, this list is amazing. So I have Seven Rings by Ariana Grande, Truth Hurts, Shallow, Whipping Post, um, Look at Me Now by Chris Brown because it's that one section where it's the super fast rap, and I think it would be funny if we all tried to do it on the karaoke. We belong together. We belong. What did you just say? Fuck Chris Brown. Yeah, I know. We fuck. We don't fuck with Chris Brown, but we do fuck with that song because it's great. And then um, We Belong Together by Mariah Carey. Oh, that's a good one. And then just like typical karaoke songs like Stacy's Mom, Wonderwall. You know, I got the classics in there. What about, um? what's that one song? Ocean Avenue. I love that song. Oh, great. And then like Bodak Yellow. You know, I got, a, I got, I got a, a vibe. It's going to go up and down, really. What should I wear? I mean, you're the sister of the birthday girl. So you kind of have to. I'm the sister of the birthday girl. I need to like look really good. Exactly. You have to dress to impress. Oh my God. This is so much pressure. Oh, it's going to be, it's going to be a jam. If any, okay, sis people in LA would like to come, just (laughs) slide in my DMs. Yeah, Yeah. Maybe we should invite one of our listeners exclusive if you guys want to come you can, we'll invite one we, we can make it a whole uh what is it called giveaway just kidding this is like taking ourselves way too seriously now yeah no i'm hearing you on that one anyways so yeah a lot of updates i know truly i guess i'll see you in a week i'll see you on saturday yeah for the party of the century I'm just impressed that you've rounded up 20 people. I know. The fa- I know. I, 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 the fact that you're still on that, I mean, it, it, it's understandable. It really is the most surprising factor. Of all. Oh, and I get to see Benny. Yes, the boyfriend. I never see him anymore, and it makes me really sad. Oh, well, I apologize, and you will see him soon. Okay, good. That makes me happy. Okay, so let's get into this episode. So this was a solo episode on my part, which was extremely terrifying, but my performer status really kicked in. So I think I did okay. Were you nervous? I wasn't that nervous because Michelle Ranabat, who is the guest today, um, she was so angelic and grounding that I just, we both got into such a groove that there was no... There was no nerves to be had. Was it weird without me? Absolutely. I would never do a podcast, a solo podcast. There's no way. Yeah, we're so good together. It just, you need that other energy and you need 
you just it feels so much more natural with you in a way. I mean, I I'm not not myself. Like you'll listen to me, but it's just it's just yeah. I did miss you, Scout. That's for sure. That makes my heart happy. Great. Good. Anyway, so Michelle Ranavat, she has uh, she created a skincare and hair care line called Ranavat Botanics. It's an all clean, like it has a lot of influence in Indian royalty. And oh, she gave me some products to try. And I've been she gave me like the, her um, hydrating tonic uh, which is kind of like a toner and you spray it on and it smells like it's legit one ingredient and it's Jasmine, just like purified Jasmine. All her ingredients are so pure and so vetted. And she has such a knowledge in both like business acumen, but also in, in this, in the like chemicals behind everything that she's putting out there. And God, are you going to share this with me? What? Are you going to share these products with me? <laughs> no yeah I will so we have to do the hair one together you'll listen in the episode I talk, uh, she explains the the hair serum and we'll do it together because she said that it will work wonders for our, Ju- our Jufros oh just want to give a quick update on my Jufro mm-hmm. um, so I got the Brazilian blowout like what three and a half weeks ago now mm-hmm. I've only washed my hair this today was the third time and um it's holding up pretty well although I think on the next wash it's going to start disappearing and I will have to frequent dry bar once again yeah it's a sad it's a sad day when the Brazilian blowout's on the decline yeah it's like why doesn't it last longer for us I know because it's just like our hair's so fucking tough so stubborn doesn't give a shit about any of our chemicals that we put in it (laughs) it's rude rude. yeah it's rude did I tell you that I've been watching dad's dog this past 24 hours what Bentley yeah so dad went fishing Mm. I got Bentley and Bentley peed on my rug four times I hate that dog I'm sorry I know this is gonna like cause a little backlash but boy do I not he he peed on my rug four times times yeah he's not he's not he's not chill like dad's like he's totally potty trained he'll go on the pee pad and he'll wait till you take him out I took him out so many fucking times this asshole kept peeing on my rug yeah that sounds like a you problem that's really sad but him and Lola got along really well which was good Lola doesn't like other dogs though I know, but I thought she was going to be, like, really territorial and jealous that there was another dog in her space because she spent the night at Dad's a bunch, but that's not her space, you know what I mean? Right. So I thought that bringing in Bentley into our house, she was going to get, like, all crazy, but she took it very well. Wow, Lola. She is growing up. Well, she should be. She's almost 10. Yeah, dear God. I mean, she's a little more mature now, thank God. Took a while. She was a little psycho there for a second. She was always pretty psycho, but she's okay. Yeah, um, I'm sorry for your um, situation. That sounds pretty terrible. I don't think you could pay me to watch Bentley. <laughs> I'm a good daughter. Yeah, you are. You're much better than me, that's for sure. I'll take that. I'm going to remember that forever that you just said that. <laughs> okay, so let's get into the episode um, because we've been talking for what seems like forever. It's just because I miss you. I know. It's been a while. Also, apologies for – I think the audio is okay right now, but we're using yeah. Zen because we're not together. Yeah, I'm in San Diego. I'm in LA. Okay. You know what? Fuck off. <laughs> Anyways, get ready for the soothing sounds of Michelle Ranavat and her amazing line. You guys go – also, I mean – She's in fucking Neiman Marcus, and it's like like the height of luxury. It's the height uh, of skincare luxury, and you don't need to feel guilty at all when you're putting it on your body and face and hair and everything because it's just clean af. Clean af. Okay, we got to stop saying that. (laughs) It's fun, though. Okay. Anyways, enjoy, sisters. Enjoy, sisters. 
Sisters, my goal these days is to always look put together when I leave the house. Nothing over the top or super dressed up or anything like that. I just want to look put together and feel good about what I'm wearing in an effortless yet refined way. When I look at my closet every single morning and think about what I can wear that is chic and intentional, I usually end up grabbing one of my Jenny Kane sweaters and I always end up loving the way I look and the way I feel in them. You all know, sisters, that when I envision my highest self, I am wearing Jenny Kane. Their sweaters are the quintessential must-have item. I cannot stop wearing my Marina set. I throw it on and immediately feel like I'm in a Nancy Myers movie, like I could just walk on the beach in Santa Barbara. It is the coastal grandma aesthetic. My favorite Jenny Kane sweater right now is their everyday sweater in taupe. This is the definition of a staple that every woman must have in their wardrobe. Sisters, trust me on this one. I wear it with leggings, oversized jeans and a little kitten heel or a silk maxi skirt. Legit, Mads and I are so obsessed with wearing our Johnny Kane sweaters that we've literally shown up both wearing the same sweater once, the white alpaca cocoon crew neck, which is this deliciously oversized sweater. Yeah, that moment takes the cake. Both of us walking in with our matching Jenny Kane sweaters. We're obsessed. Can't take them off. Wearing them every day. The type of staples that save your outfit. That is what I love about their entire collection. It is truly the art of simplicity. They focus on comfort, quality, and timeless design. So you can curate a wardrobe that never goes out of style. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code OKSIS at checkout. That's 15% off your first order, J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com, promo code OKSIS. O-K-A-Y-S-I-S. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. Ever since having a baby, I've been extremely conscious about what I spend my money on and which products I use. And clothing is no different. I want my wardrobe to be sustainable, good quality, and timeless. You have to be talking about Whimsy and Row, right? Whimsy and Row is an LA-grown, eco-conscious brand born out of the love for cute, comfy, and classic styles. Every piece is made by women for women. Quality goods, local production, natural and organic fabrics. Yes, please give me all the linens. Just like OK Sister, Whimsy and Row is based on the idea that women are multidimensional. There's a balance of flirty feminine and minimal masculine in all of our wardrobes, and Whimsy and Row means exactly that. From special occasions to everyday effortless styles, their clothing is meant to mix and match and wear on repeat. I have been wearing their Kira pant in black linen probably three times a week. Sisters, if you've been listening to this podcast or following me on Instagram, you know that Whimsy and Rose Kira Pant in Black Linen is a sisterhood staple at this point. Founder Rachel Temko created the brand back in 2014 because she wanted to create an approachable and inclusive brand that cared for the people and the planet first. Get the full Whimsy experience IRL at their Venice location or shop online at whimsyandrow.com. Their store in Venice is so cute, I can attest. And if you're in LA, I highly recommend stopping by. They are always putting on these amazing community events. They just launched their spring summer collection and we will be living in it all summer long. Visit their website, whimsyandrow.com. That's W-H-I-M-S-Y-A-N-D-R-O-W.com and use code OKSISTER for 15% off. Michelle Ranavat is the founder of Ranavat Botanics, a skincare line inspired by the beauty rituals of Indian royalty. Michelle's mission is to make you feel royal and indulge your senses into India's rich history through ingredients like saffron and roses. Since launching her line in August of 2017, she's entered into major department stores such as Neiman Marcus and Nordstrom and some of the most prominent clean beauty retailers like Credo and Detox Market. Named as one of the 50 most influential global Indians by Vogue magazine and Bustle's must-follow Asian Americans, Michelle is on her way to share these lost rituals with the world. Without further ado, Michelle. Hi. Hello. So excited to be here. You have no idea. Yay. Okay, so disclaimer, it's just me, Maddie, today. Poor Scout is sick, and I will be holding down the fort in her absence. So get well soon, Scout. But you know what? I'm actually glad she's not here because you and I are going to geek out on skincare. It's the best thing ever. What else do we want to do on a almost summer Maybe not even Friday. Exactly. Yeah. So we're <laughs> recording this on the Wednesday before 4th of July. So it feels like we're on 
a summer Friday. We're ready to just get off work and and explore. Um, let's get into current fixations. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, so my current fixation is the beach. Oh, so okay. the thing is. One. This is going to come as a surprise to people because I historically have been known to hate the beach. This is because I detest sand. If mm-hmm. the beach did not have sand, I would be there every day. I love gazing at the sea. I love being on top of the sea. Mm-hmm. I love boats. And I just can't deal with the sand. So this past weekend, my boyfriend wanted to go to the beach. And I obliged because he is a beach advocate. And I finally figured out the cure to my Oh, my hatred. gosh. What is it? I, all I need is a beach chair. Oh. I just need oh, a beach chair. so you're chair. not on the sand. I'm not on the sand. It's minimal sand contact. You're literally just sitting there. You have a little canned rosé, have a book. It's You perfect. know what mine would be? Yeah. A visor. Okay. <laughs> okay, guys. So Michelle walks in here with a fucking visor. I mean. That's my tame one, just so you know. You're going to live. Like, you're going to be. 20 years old when we're all like crippled and and like wrinkled everywhere i mean that's the goal i don't know if that's exactly gonna happen but that's actually why i don't like the beach yeah because i feel like it's just like sun is on you and i know Mm. you know that should be like this beautiful part of life where the sun is beating down but somehow i just like feel like it's i don't know i just can't do it i can't enjoy myself it's the enemy about What's happening to my skin? No, it's but the I don't enemy. Know. And then I'm like, did I reapply my sunscreen? Did I do it correctly? Am I, I gonna, know. you know? So then I just kind of no give up. No matter how much sunscreen I put on, I always get burnt. And I'm like, fuck, like this is no, this is not good. This is the anti use. You need a visor. I need a visor. And then visor, sunscreen, beach chair. I mean, it's a new life for you. Yeah. We need the umbrella. That's the next one. The umbrella. I'm always about the umbrella. Okay. How do you schlep an umbrella, though? That's a whole thing. No, you have to go where they, like, have them there and they bring them to you. Oh, (laughs) yes. That's how you have to do it. (laughs) Okay, yeah. So we'll be doing that this weekend. Fabulous. Okay, so is your current fixation your visor or was It's my visor. Actually, this is kind of random, but... I've been really binting on podcasts, like including Great. OK Sis. Yay, um, you. But then I found out that um, two amazing people are starting their own podcast, um, Sarah Tan yes. and Kirby Johnson. I was like, this is so exciting. The best then name I was too. listening. Gloss, La- Gloss oh, Angeles. Yes, that's right. Oh, my God. It's so good. I can't believe I've never thought of that. <laughs> I, I can't like, believe no one's ever thought of that. I know. I was like, God to them. damn. I know. Gloss Angeles. And then they're so like, good. I mean, the whole thing looks really good. And then I was listening to Second Life Pod. Of course. Another. I mean, we I love I've just Hillary been Kerr really into here. it. Yeah. No, podcasts are. Pro- I mean, I'm a podcast aficionado. I was. Of course. Way, well, way before this, this podcast. I never thought I would be behind the mic. But um, no, they're just so. There's something just about digesting the content in a just in a long form and it feels so much more natural and raw and you're learning things but you're also yes. having fun and you can also put it on when you're not really do- when you're just kind of around the house and yes and, totally you know it's I just actually hate cooking filler. but I put on a good podcast and it's just yeah. like I feel like I did something positive and, and I always it's really funny because like I always listen to a podcast and then I like call my mom and I'm like Oh my God, I'm going to change my life because now I'm going to rearrange my yeah. day, blah, blah, blah. And then she's like, okay, you know, you actually have to do it. You can't just listen to the podcast, podcast and then it happens. Yeah. And I was like, so oh, true. but I'm going to prove her wrong. So maybe not because of the podcast, but because my mom thinks I can't do it. There we go. I'm going to change my life. So I don't know. That's all the That's incentive. That's why I like them. Yeah. No, I told, I'm, I'm here for, I'm here for it. Totally. Okay. Let's get into Ranavat. I'm so excited. So you brought me some goodies. Yes. I am so happy. So talk to me. Talk to me about the brand and the product line, the offering that you have right now and how it's evolved. Yeah, absolutely. So I started about two years ago and really the mission has always been the same. It's to make someone feel really special. Um, and I I think the underlying reason that I started Ranavat was because I grew up in a suburb of Wisconsin and suburb of Milwaukee, I guess. Um, and it was just like, I was very different. I felt, you know, and I think instead of sort of being like, Oh, I'm proud to, you know, we'd go to India for, um, like the holidays and people thought that was so crazy and that was so cool. And, you know, that is kind of, I mean, that's exciting, but instead of like getting into it, I would just sort of hide that. And I think, I was too shy to really come into my own and teach people about India. And, you know, I kind of regretted that my entire life. Um, 
I studied engineering. I was always like a geek, a science nerd. And I, at one point when I had this idea of like, you know, I really want to bring this, I want to share these secrets. I it was like all replaying in my mind, like in what was happening in like first grade and just elementary school and how shy I was and feeling like this was my claim your crown moment. This is the moment where I'm just taking everything that I didn't do and I'm actually doing it. So that's really where Ranavat comes from. It comes from this idea of empowering, claiming your crown. And for me, it's about sharing this with you. So it's about sharing and, and realizing that it's so much more about the human experience rather than where I grew up or where someone else did. We all kind of connect. So even if it's like one of my products is Radiant Rani, it's a saffron infused rose tincture. And it's been used in India for thousands of years. But when I put it on people that have never even been to India, it, they're like, oh, my God, this reminds me of honey and the summers. And it's like they're kind of talking about it like they know or they've yeah, experienced like a universal it. experience. Yeah. Yes. And so that. to me, that's like what it's all about. It's about sharing these incredible tinctures that have been around forever um, modernizing them so we can all relate to them, including myself, and then realizing that we're actually very similar and we connect on so many of the same things. I love that. Also, claim your crown. Yes. Woo! Claim your crown. That and is then a great slogan. this is all your royal ritual. Yes. Okay. So, talk to me about clean beauty and why that's important to you in particular. Well, so clean beauty, it's really interesting because I would love to define it and say, okay, clean beauty means it doesn't include these five ingredients. Well, unfortunately that's not the case. And so clean beauty to me, you know, you're going to, you're going to have to trust me. So if you're buying these products, it's like you have to trust anything that's on the shelf. I don't care how big that company is. You're trusting them. And I thought that that was a little bit crazy because that's a lot of trust in someone that you've never met or you don't know and you they're a big company or big conglomerate. So for me, what I've done is every product I've created, I actually have a third party vet the cleanliness or how clean it is. So the products that you're looking at, you're looking at Jasmine Tonic and Mighty Majesty. They're all USDA certified organic. So basically someone, you know, is checking the work. They're checking to make sure that there's no pesticides, it's non-GMO, you know, they've audited the farm. So that I can tell you is real, not because you need to trust me, but because someone else is doing that. Um, the other products that are not like food grade necessarily, but still like really, really high level of like very clean um, botanical ingredients, those are certified by a company called Made Safe. So they're vetting everything, um, you know, whether it's the botanical ingredients or the oils and everything. I mean, they're checking everything that I'm doing. So again, it's not about trusting someone anymore. It's being able to look at the box and say, hey, someone's checked this person's work. Yeah. So tell me about the ingredients specifically. What made you choose what goes into these products and what do they mean? Like what is botanics? So it can mean a lot of things. I mean, botanical ingredients, if you look at India, it's like ridiculously biodiverse because mm -hmm. there's like the there's mountainous regions there's like hot desert there's you know everything tropical so many different climates so there's so many different botanical ingredients but what I use is this ancient science called Ayurveda do you know yes yeah. mm -hmm. so so many Beautiful. of us know it for like meditation yoga all of that um but what it is, is essentially taking those ingredients that they used in there. It used to be this medicine system that they used 5,000 years ago to cure diseases or, you know, before they had modern medicine. So they would use these botanicals. So, for example, um, there's something called Manjista in, in Radiant Rani. And it's a it's a purifier. So they used to use it to, like, purify your liver and to get increased circulation and all that. You would, like, take it orally. So, you know, I use ingredients like that. Things that people have used for thousands of years that have worked as like a medicinal practice, okay. but I put them in skincare because oh. that's, you know, because skincare the point of it. is the best. Um, best. Let's talk about ashwagandha. Okay. Yes, because I, I saw it listed on your website and I'm just perplexed by the uh, sudden urge and sudden like, like glow up of ashwagandha. Mm -hmm. Where can you talk to me a little bit about its properties and do you, yeah. you include it in your... I do, yeah. I have it in one of my masks. And oh. so it's an adaptogen, which basically means it helps you deal with stress. So our skin, everything is... Basically, our skin is telling us how stressed we are. I mean, it's a sign that says, hey, you know, maybe you should sleep more. Or maybe you're really stressed at work because you're breaking out. You know, like it's basically this 
organ that tells us how we're feeling visually so that we know that we need to correct something, whether it's in our lifestyle or diet, whatever it is. So ashwagandha is really good at, at basically kind of balancing your body in terms of allowing it to cope with stressors. So um, I don't know, it just keeps you more even keeled. For skincare, it's great because our skin, again, is like a reflection of the stress level, but it's also good at retaining moisture. So keeping your skin really hydrated, ashwagandha somehow is really good at that. So I put that in um, one of my hydrating masks. Oh, I need to dabble in that. I hear people take it orally yeah, people take in it the morning orally. just to like chill out. But I'm telling you, Majissa is ashwagandha 2.0. So good. And then See, saffron, the turmeric 2.0. Oh, my so God. Good. This is the thing. Like, India and these exotic, like, uh, Americans think that we n- have it all down or that we know the cool next thing. Like, no, but you, that, you guys that's have like, it. No, but that's even people in India. So the crazy thing is, so I went there in um, March because I, mm-hmm. I love going to just kind of discover. And I was, like, roaming the streets. And I found this like ancient massage tool, which is like you do. I should have brought it. Gouache. No, oh, no, no, but it's like an Indian one. It's called oh. the Kansa wand. It's really. This cool. is gonna be the new Instagram trend. I think it is. So basically, it like it. detoxifies your skin, and your skin will basically the oil you put an oil on, and then it kind of glides on, and the metal is what Tibetan gongs are made out of. Mm. So it's this copper metal. And it basically used to be this like way to purify their water. So anyway, the, the story is I was like roaming the streets in India. I found this thing. I like bring it home and I'm starting to like massage my face. Every one of my cousins was like, wait, what is it? I want it. What? Yeah. These are like people from India that live there. They had no idea what this was. I mean, they knew they'd heard of Kansa. They're like, oh, yeah, that was that thing that people use like ages ago. You're a pioneer. But people weren't even using I mean, I'm just like digging up things Majestic. that already exist. No, you're a pioneer. <laughs> There's going to be the next Instagram trend. And I mean, I've been waiting for it. for it. I literally think that it, it's because it's so cool. And the crazy thing is. You should make is, tools. I know. I really you think. You should. And when you massage it, yeah. um, it actually, depending on your stress level, will oxidize and turn gray. So if your skin, I mean, well, it's we'll not turn, like. Your skin will turn It's gray? like the oil turns gray. Okay. So you can so like you, wipe sure, it off. Sure, so it's sure. not your skin. But like. <laughs> You can literally physically see like, oh, am I balanced or am I not? It's kind of crazy. Dude. Okay. I have it I'm on my website. You, I'm, I'm going to bring you one. Yeah, of course. It's like I the best it. thing ever. I need it. Um, so that, that transitions perfectly. I want to hear about the Indian influence. And was, again, why was that important for you to incorporate? And then did it help you connect more with your heritage and learn more about your background? Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay. I think what... I always felt like I couldn't do earlier was sort of, I don't know, spend the, I was just spending so much time fitting in that I never spent any time digging into where I came from. And I just, I do have this like really deep connection to India. Anytime I go there, I've never like lived there for a long period of time. I wasn't born there. But when I go there, I feel like home in a way. And so I just love that now I can go back for work And just like dig through the archives of what it was like. And I always just imagine like these are where, you know, maybe like my cousin from a long time ago used to do this. You know, I don't know. You just like sort of feel this kinship. You feel this this deeper connection. Yeah. And I'm just like I was literally one decision away, whatever. I think my dad got like a visa. I think it was a fluke. I think he just like applied for something and he got he wasn't even planning to move here. And I just feel like I'm like was one decision away from like living here. So Mm -hmm. when I look at like the girls in India and now everyone's kind of the same. It's very metropolitan. But Mm -hmm. like when I used to go there, I was like, that could have been me. And not in like it just in a cool way, like just to think that. I don't know, they're so culturally connected and I felt like I wasn't. And now it's like I'm living my life and my life's work is to do that. And then the best part of it is it's not just do it and keep it to myself, but to share it with others. Yeah. Oh, I love it. So let's talk about the business side of things. So you started this two years ago. Did you have like what what were you doing before? How did this entrepreneurial jump? Like what was the moment? (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) You're fine. Don't worry. It was crazy. So. I okay imagine in 08 I was at Lehman Brothers which I think we know what wow. happened there um I got laid off like two months before the entire crash so like got laid off then I was like really upset about why it happened I was so confused because yeah. they kept telling us that the company was doing great so I was like oh my Don't god it all. must be like <laughs> it's bad and I felt really upset about it because I, I was really proud of like yeah. having this investment banking job and I really sort of let it define me a lot 
And so that was stripped away. And then I kind of felt very aimless. And then I saw Lehman Brothers collapse, which in a way I was like, okay, I guess I don't feel like it was me. It was It wasn't a personal failure. But then I felt very alone because I don't know. I didn't know if that was like the right spot for me anymore. You know, I don't know if I was like ready to go back into banking. And, you know, I think it was just a very confusing time. And so it's funny. I studied industrial engineering in undergrad. I have a master's in engineering management. So I like did all that before I worked at Lehman Brothers. And my dad was like, um, you've never really used your engineering degree. <laughs> like, why don't you think about doing that? And I was like, oh, I don't know. I guess so. And so I, I literally like had no other thing to do. I thought I was doing my dad a favor because he actually started his own chemical company like in 81, like when I was born and in the basement of our home in Wisconsin when he got laid off, which is kind of crazy. And um, he had no other choice. They found out they were pregnant with me. And, and he was like, you know, I'm not going to get another job. I'm just going to make this work. And he couldn't afford inventory. So he would just like sell the product first and then he'd like buy it. And then he'd like, you know, because yeah. he couldn't afford to do that. It's like made to order. You just totally. like sell it first and then go, wow. So there is there's entrepreneurship in your blood. There is. Yes. I mean, it's also the immigrant mentality, I would assume. It's this it's hustle. It's 100% yeah. that. And a lot of people say, like, what was the impotence? And I always I sort of have this like long winded thing mm-hmm. because, yes, like Lehman Brothers and then working. Then I worked with my dad for six years in his chemical company and like saw manufacturing and like fell in love with it again. Those are all reasons that I started the company. But when you are like young and you're watching your dad and my mom was working there too, just make it happen very slowly over like a 30 year period, you kind of realize things are possible. And you're like, wow, like that was a lot of work, but they stuck with it and they did it. And so that was this like, example so when I think of my kids and sometimes I can't make it to like every single event Mm. I feel like well that kind of makes me feel a little bit better because they're they have an example of someone that's yeah oh that's so enlightening I love that so talk to me wow you're an investment banker that's like insane I know looking back on it I'm like uh what was I thinking that's so not me no wonder I wasn't that good at it I guess (laughs) (laughs) but I mean I think it must have helped you in terms of your analytical side, your tactical side. It must have given you that business, that that sense in order to start. Oh, my gosh. One hundred percent. It's really funny because I look back at all my random. I mean, they sound really disjointed. And my mom's actually an interior designer. And so I grew up with like just this appreciation for art. Yeah. I'm actually like a professional Bollywood dancer. I did that for a while. It all I'm telling you, this Bollywood dancing like. I have to do lots of presentations or I'm pitching um, a store and account and like all my performance like notes come into play yeah. and I feel like I just have this sort of like, I don't know, I just like flip into that and that's I, how, yeah, it that's like how, all comes back to Right. Me. That's how I feel. I did theater growing up my entire uh, life. And so it's even just in my work when I'm presenting, as you said, like mm-hmm. presenting a pitch or a presentation I am that performer it just comes out naturally totally yeah because I feel like I had this way like when I was dancing where it wasn't about the moves it was more like the expression and telling the story totally yeah. and that's kind of how I feel when I'm like pitching a new retailer it's like ah it's I'm not trying to remember like the three things I'm supposed to say I'm trying to make you feel something I'm trying to make you connect and share that and like that's where performance helped me out Mm -hmm. um of course my dad and just seeing his path as an entrepreneur Mm -hmm. finance absolutely like numbers and all of that I mean I I understand fundraising I understand so I kind of have been self-funding so Mm -hmm. far just kind of knowing what it is to take on investors oh my god um keep that which has been I know it's like my budget is small but I know but like I, I I get really weird I get weary about this glorification of taking taking money and investments it's this weird thing that people are so obsessed with and it's a badge of honor when Mm -hmm. like why would you want to take it if you can if you can do it without or figure out how to be self-funded and 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 reinvest in your company just like what what I think people just do it just to say they've done it I think that's part of it and I think everyone's kind of copying the tech mentality which is like I get it if you're building, um, you know, whatever, SpaceX or you're building right. Tesla. You need some cash. Yeah, like you're going to need something in order to like create that business. Mm-hmm. But if I'm selling you a product and I'm not able to make a business just being able to sell you a simple product, 
I kind of, you know, I just feel like it's forcing me to be better. Right. Yeah. Because technically I should be able to make money on that. Like I don't, I shouldn't need outside. And I think a lot of people say that a lot of it is just more about how fast you can get there. So like it might take me 30 years if I get outside money, you know, maybe it takes me like five years to do what I could do. But, you know, part of it is like, but yeah, you're but you're giving away I'm, your soul. You're giving away your baby a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I just, yeah. I'm definitely that type of person that's like, I'm okay with this. And trust me, there are days where I'm like, oh my God, I wish I could do this like crazy cool event. And I wish I could Absolutely. get the best packaging ever in life. And, you know, you know, get this influencer to talk about it. Of course, there's like moments. Mm-hmm. But then I feel like, isn't it better if I just am authentic and just do what I can do? Yeah. You know, like maybe I don't have this amazing influencer, but I have myself and I can talk about, um, you know, it's me telling the story versus hiring someone else to do it. I mean, it just forces me to to just be at the root of everything. You know, I'm that. the one greeting people in the stores and like selling my product. <laughs> and so yeah, part of it is because like I don't have like a big budget. But the other part of it is like it actually really helps create those real connections, yeah. which is ultimately what I set out to do. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah. it just. I mean, yeah, I was going to say your Ranavad's Instagram is all you. You're the model. Okay. Well, I've actually experimented okay. that for like a while because I definitely did not want to be the model. Oh my God, I love it though. Because whenever we shoot, I'm like, huh, I'm not a model. Like I, I don't want to be like something I'm not. Yeah. But then at the same time, I just kind of realized that so much of this product is just me sharing my experience mm-hmm. and my point of view. And it was kind of like not connecting when I had someone else do it. Yeah. And I have a model that I worked with and I love her and we connect really well. But I just felt like the message was so much more real when it came from me. Yeah, because you know what you're trying to convey. You know exactly the the, the area. Um, I wanted to go back to being a young woman entrepreneur. So I feel like there are a lot of l- young Indian women. Payal from Class Pass. Oh, yeah. She's the a girls, friend of mine, by the way. Really? Yeah. Oh, love her um the women who started thinks those oh two, yeah the two twins and i think i'm just kind of connecting the dots in my head and it, i think it really goes back to the parents because i've heard payel talk and her parents kind of went through a similar situation mm-hmm. and just the 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 grit i feel like you guys she's a, we actually dance bollywood together by the i was gonna say because <laughs> so that, that reminded me yeah that reminded me of of her wow okay so let's go back to self-care Let's do it. Let's do it. What is your self-care ritual? Why do you place value in it? And why do you call the different products and the line rituals? Well, okay. So what the definition of ritual is, it's a simple act of devotion. Mm, And I think that we are devoting, you know, to our job and to our kids, if you have kids or to your partner and, you know, whatever it is. But this ritual allows to devote a little bit of time to yourself. Now, the cool thing about ritual is like, let's say like one of the most obvious rituals is like your morning cup of coffee or tea, right? You wake up and you're like, oh my God, like you just like basically reach for it, right? Yeah, it's like autopilot. It's there. And so I think that I love this idea of ritual because it basically builds a habit so that once you start doing it, you're just like reaching for that thing at night and you're taking care of yourself on a regular basis. So it, to me, it's like ritual doesn't mean one time I'm going to treat myself and like, that's the thing. Mm -hmm. Ritual is like, I'm going to devote that time to myself and I'm going to make it instinctive where I'm like actually doing it over and over again until it becomes habitual until it's ingrained and until it's a part of me. And so that's really what I want to create with these products. And that's why I like really focus on ritual because it's about, building a lifestyle and a habit and not just a once in a while. Yeah. I love the act of devotion. What is that? Sorry. That's <laughs> someone at my front door. <laughs> Sorry. No, you're totally fine. Um, I love active devotion. Cause yeah, I treat my, my skincare process and, and routine as a ritual. It is this thing that I look forward to mm-hmm. and that I'm excited about. It's this, form of meditation in a way oh absolutely yeah it's this meditative state where I'm just I'm cleansing and I'm clearing and it's just it's amazing so I have to ask what is your skincare routine because guys she's glowing like fucking glowing Ronnie so I actually make it a point I mean of course I'm going to use my products but 
I really just use, and the crazy thing is, so I get, of course I get a lot of questions on like, what do you do for your skin? And literally I just, it's like two things. I Good. swear. And yeah. then I have a mask that I use. But so basically what I do is I'm very consistent with my Radiant Ronnie and that's a saffron infused tincture. I think saffron. What is a tincture? Tincture is just like an infusion. So basically, okay. So let's like, do you want to geek out for yeah, like a yeah, hot second? Okay. Do I ever? Yeah. Okay. So a lot of facial oils out there. I'm not saying everyone, but many that we see are basically like, let's take five oils and blend them together in a special blend, right? Yes. That's like five different oils and blend. A tincture or like a serum. I call mine a serum. serum There's a yeah. lot of different definitions of serum. Could be water based. A lot of different things. Right. I call it a serum because. It's more than just taking five little oils. What we're doing is we actually take a copper vessel and we infuse. So like, for example, when you get your olive oil and you put like a little garlic in it, like 10 days later, what's that all? I mean, what's that olive oil tasting like? Tastes like garlic, right? So that's kind of the whole point of it is like you start infusing it. So let's say we put like herbs on day one and it's all low heat process. You're keeping all those vitamins and minerals intact. And so you're like, you know, hand mixing it and then like you wait and then you're like, okay, this like batch is infused. So then you like put in another batch and you do it in a way where like the like big, I don't know, like the, we put the saffron at the end cause you want, you don't want that to like cook down as much, but basically you keep adding these like fresh herbs until the like properties of those herbs are infused into the oil so that they work for your skin wow. over a long process. So it's different, right? Than right. mixing a couple oils. This is like an infusion. So you're basically, instead of like, you know, putting in oil, you're really putting like a little drop that holds like 15 different herbs that you can put on your, your skin and they all have different benefits. That's such a, it's like a potion. I it's love a potion. It. Yeah. That's I why I say tincture, tincture or elixir. Like elixir. it's like more than like it's so oil, luxurious. you know, even yeah. though it kind of is, but it's but, yeah. more. <laughs> no, it's more. It's <laughs> elevated. It's, it's elevated. elevated. Oh, I it's love royal. that. I love it. It's royal. I love it. Okay. Okay. So you start with. So I start with that. Wait, no, no. Oh, I don't. sorry. Actually, okay. So I cleanse. Okay. What do you, which do you guys have a cleanser? Coming ah, soon. Amazing. So you heard it here first, I think. Um, <laughs> but it's like kind of exclusive. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so I use that. Okay. I've been testing. I'm really, really happy with it. And I can't yes. wait to talk about it more. Um, so use that. Then the next important thing is like you want to go light to heavy. Sure. So I use my jasmine tonic. And I just okay. missed it. It's like this one. Mm-hmm. It smells. You should open it, actually. Oh it God, smells please. so good. It's basically. It it's a spray. It's like. How many fluid y- ounces is this? Because I'm going on a trip. 50 ml. No, everything okay. in my line is like TSA friendly because Amazing. I don't. I'm not a fan of checking in bags. So you have to smell it. Oh, right? my God. Like you're in your own little secret garden. There's it's only one ingredient, by the way. It's kind of nuts. What is it? It's just organic jasmine flowers. They steam distill it, but it's really like this so is these hi- it's hydrated. Yeah. So oh this is the God. thing. It's like you can get any jasmine. We like pick them at a certain time of year from a specific garden that are organic. So it's like there's all these little details that like brings you the final product. But it's it sounds so simple. It's just like, oh, yeah, it's one ingredient. But it has no, to do with know. like but it's temperature, s- time of year, like, you know, elevation of the land, like everything yeah, kind of changes. Absolutely. Yeah, and that all like actually changes and enhances the product because it's natural product doesn't have like a. A lot of, you know, if you have like a perfume in it, you can get it to smell the same every single time. Mm. We try to pick the flower at the right time of year so it, there is consistency. Mm-hmm. But it's actually interesting. From batch to batch, there is a slight variation. Wow. But it's... Because it's alive. It feels yeah. like it's real. Oh, so I, I start with that. Good. That way you're like Tell adding me. the hydration to the skin. There are mm-hmm. vitamins and minerals in it. It's really pure. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm really into a very simple just hydrating toner. Yes, I, I can't do... I don't know. I've tried every fucking toner and it just dries out my skin. I need something that is yes. replenishing it and plumping it. This is like seriously what you okay, need. And I'm, the thing I'm is, ready. I agree with you because even like really benign ones with like witch hazel, some of them, yeah, that still kind of like balances. Yeah. I mean, if you're really oily, that's okay. But, right. you know, kind of depend. And I, for me, I actually like to control oil without actually using anything because then I feel like my skin needs that. Totally. Um, so I don't do anything and I find that my oil just kind of controls itself. I don't mm. know. 
Um, so I use this, and then to seal it in is where I use Radiant Ronnie, and I do it morning and night. Kay. If I do is it, it in the morning, is it a moisturizer? Is it that's the the, the that's tincture? The yeah, that's the saffron one. Okay. Okay. Can we talk about it for one second? Because yes. I want to talk about why it's better than like a vitamin C serum. Because everyone's talking okay. about that. Good. So, so is this your morning? What is this? This is my morning. Okay. And and my night. Honestly, it's like if it's yeah, night, if I it's... just like leave the Radiant Ronnie and I sleep. If it's morning, I'll tell you what I do after. Okay. That. Perfect. Um. So why this? Okay. So vitamin C is like great. There's different forms of it, but it can be irritating to your skin. To me, I feel like it's a one trick pony because why just like focus on brightening through that one ingredient when you can do other things. So for example, saffron, it has, it's like a, I wish I brought it. It's like an orangish color, like this serum Mm -hmm. tincture and (laughs) it has cardinoids in it. Mm -hmm. So these cardinoids are really good for brightening and, but they also help with um, like puffiness and inflammation. Then they also help. They have lots of antioxidants. So basically, it's like something that's going to do all of those three things versus one thing that might be irritating. This is so interesting because I've said this before on the podcast. It's really frustrating that people are becoming so influenced into skincare due to whatever social media craze is going Mm -hmm. on and trendiness that's happening. And people are so misinformed. They're not... Like, I would have never known that vitamin C is only kind of like one property of the different brightening and, and yes and you can brighten pop, in so pop, many different ways yeah. you do not need to only, and it's not a bad thing and like if it works thing. for you yeah. use it yeah but why not why do one thing when you can do three that's also and then yeah. also vitamin C can be unstable and there's a big range by the way around the type that you get like mm. it is not the same as I mean it's I don't know how can I compare it but basically it's like do you want frozen carrots or do you want organic carrots from whole foods like same ingredient mm. and actually if you look on the bottle it probably says the same thing it just says carrots right. but it's very different then that's a great comparison crazy, right? i really like that wait so what of your gr- ingredients like has vitamin c or has a property that saffron So the Radiant Ronnie, that is really good for brightening, but then it also helps inflammation. You could see, I mean, I, I, so in the morning, back to the routine, I then, what I did today is I actually put like a little, whether like, well, today put like a light foundation on. Okay. But usually, yes, I do put some, I use Tejour Soleil. It's a really good one. Okay. I don't know. I use that. And then of course, like my visor. (laughs) You need to get driving gloves. That's your next addition. No, I need to I literally I swear and then I look and at my hands full, and pictures full and grandma. Like, there we go. And I heard that like it actually does turn back times because I'm like part of me is like it's so far gone the <laughs> hands that I'm just going to like <laughs> I know, only like, focus on my neck yeah. up like I've just resigned myself. <laughs> but I have like, heard that if you put them on it it does help. I mean, not everything. Right, but right, like, right. I heard it. You know what the helps. next thing for me is? The decolletage. Uh-huh. I need to be better about that. It's super simple. Literally just get a good serum and put it there. Put like, it, yeah. Put it, you know, there. And yeah. I think to me, I like oils better than water-based. I think you're getting better ingredients in it. I think it's like thicker. So it doesn't. So here's a reason that you want to put thicker. You go from thin to thick because mm-hmm. the water will evaporate. So as much as you want to put this jasmine toner on, which is great, highly re- recommend it. Mm-hmm. But like. It's only going to last for so long. Like right, if you, you want to last it overnight, yeah, you got to put totally. something thicker, like an oil. An oil doesn't have water. So oil is basically going to be that barrier to protect it. Mm, I and see. that's the other reason because oil doesn't have water. So if your skin is lacking water and you're like, oh, my God, my skin is so dehydrated mm. and it feels kind of like dry. And like if you put an oil on top, that's doing zero. You mm. need to first give it the drink of water and then you seal it in. Got it. Because the serum, I mean, the oil-based product doesn't have water in it. Right, right. Okay, talk to me about hair. Oh, my gosh. So, was it always, I mean, I've seen the Instagram. Your hair is like this, like, thick, luscious, beautiful. I mean, just tell us all the secrets. And was it, was your line, when did you incorporate hair? Was it always? So, hair was like the, I had this, like, it's actually interesting. I've kind of evolved the line over time yeah it used to be three masks and three different tonics and just about mixing your ritual together so you could use the mask and the tonic and then i was launching with neiman marcus and i'll never forget this um this the co-founder of indie beauty expo was mm. like michelle if you're launching a neiman marcus you need an exclusive and i'm like yeah, oh well i don't have an exclusive i'm like i have nothing like, and then but i'm like i have this like hair oil that i've been using and like kind of testing out and I've, I've been obsessed with it 
And she's like, make it happen. Literally in three weeks, I created like everything to do with this product. Stop. It's the top selling product of the entire line is this one product that I like almost didn't even create. Oh, it's kind of crazy. It's insane. So what is it? A hair mask? No. So it's a hair serum. So okay. it has this one. Yeah, that one. It has yes. um, it's jasmine as well. But the key ingredient is amla, Indian gooseberry, which Ooh. I mean, speaking yes. of vitamin C is 10 times vitamin C or ten, vitamin C of 10 oranges and this little amla berry. Vitamin C is really good for your hair, too. Um, in amla, I feel because. What it does is, you know, we don't think our hair ages. Our hair does age. It, it kind of gets like dry and breaks and we want to. Yes, well, I'm familiar. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> we, I think we all are, especially in this weather. So, OK, so like kind of tying in like a little bit of India and like the cultural aspect of it. Yeah. Indian people are obsessed with taking care of their hair. Like, yeah, uh, I mean, it means beauty. It means youth. Like we will you guys have go been. the extra mile to yeah. do a leave in. And mm. I like highly encourage that for everyone. So I think it's like in India, it's a Wait, lifestyle. leave it as in like leave, leave your, the oil in the hair. Oh, for how long? Overnight. Oh, oh okay. So okay. like you put it on at mm. night, you like massage it in your scalp, right. comb it through, mm. sleep. The next day you shampoo and condition. And if you look at in India and you go and go to school, every school girl will have like a little bit of oil and braids in their hair to protect it. Oh my People God. are obsessed. Like they're yeah. always thinking about protecting their hair just like we're putting some i don't even know if they really put sunblock on honestly yeah. <laughs> but they're protecting their hair yeah. for sure no yeah so scout and i have crazy jufros you can't see now because my hair yeah, is straight like, looks so good. well this is this takes a long time to get this way but um so will this is this okay for me like more, more than, than okay. okay like okay. you should totally use it i actually scared? have tested out on lots of different okay. hair types i'm a little scared about oil in my hair so this is actually pretty light i'm gonna okay. say and do you just can you put it in when it's damp or or you can okay i more dry. so you can use a damp just okay. a little bit. like if you're gonna do use it damp or dry i would go minimal okay just use a little bit. You go with like what your hair is comfortable with. Sure, sure. You have thicker hair, so I think you'd be fine actually using okay. like a good amount. But just see how you feel. Don't right, get it right. greasy. Right. However, when you have the time before you sleep, really like do a leave-in with this. I'm telling you. I'm so excited. It's like people email me because I always say like do it as a leave-in and then email me. And they like literally be like, oh my God, that's changed my life. It's so good. So what I does swear. it do? It just makes it com like soft and shiny and beautiful and like I'm yeah, a so goddess. Try this out. Um, and wait, can you put it on your body? Yes, you can put it on your body. Oh my god, it just smells. It smells like literally. I'm amazing. in a garden. Like, I know, I'm right? You're in a you're in your own royal oh. palace garden. You're just like oh. combing through your hair. You're taking your time, and you're just like. <laughs> Doing all the things. I like can tell that you've completely thought out the entire vision of this. Because I like think it's that amazing. I'm there. That's why. <laughs> Literally. Just, this like, is not your like, eyes. Like, this I'm is in the just garden. like how I feel. And I just say that. And actually part of it is like how other people feel. It's yeah. kind of interesting because, you know, some of it's like you put it out there and you hope people are feeling the way that you do. And it's like. This, this smells me. transport you. You were right. They yeah, feel it's, it's an experience. It's like yeah. it's. I don't know you you even if you've never met or like known about you know ancient Indian kings and queens you kind of feel like you do a little bit when you feel this like you feel like you're in a fresh jasmine yeah. garden you feel like ooh this is what they did they like spent hours like combing through their <laughs> hair and doing these leave-in and I'm telling you though like this will change your hair and I it's yeah. better than coconut a lot of people are like oh coconut yeah. oil. I mean coconut oil is that. like more fatty so like it is gonna like get everywhere it's more like I would say a protectant this protects but is light enough where your skin can drink it up and amla mm. is what's going in there and like strengthening the hair and jasmine is actually antifungal so it's like helping with dandruff and your scalp so it's kind of like a all-encompassing yeah it's wow. better than just using any other oil and it's better than doing like a a water-based okay Okay, okay, I mean, I'm sold. You, you sold. You me. have to do it. Yeah, and you have to email me, and you have to tell of me. Of course, how you feel. I'm going to email you right away. Okay, the last thing I would like to talk about is Ignite Hope. So oh, this yes. is an institution that you donate some of your pro proceeds to. Yes. Why was that an important decision for you? So claim your crown, and I think we were talking about this before. It's about sort of coming into your own and taking something that was a hardship for you, but championing that. Mm -hmm. And I do that in three ways. Number one, it's my story and my why, why I started Ronavat. Number two, we actually profile incredible people in the community that have taken these hardships. And like I have a, a really good friend, Parul, who um, has breast cancer. Mm -hmm. 
And she actually now lives her life like championing the cause. And she actually ended up working at a genomics company to like help early detection. Wow. So it's like she took something that was really hard for her. And then she's Made actually like making a career and helping other people with it. Impactful. Right? So that's like the second phase of it. And the third is like, how do we give back into our community? And so Ignite Hope is cool because... It doesn't really tie to any specific chair. Right now, we are actually working with Rescue Foundation through Ignite Hope, but there's this concept where, like, we can kind of rotate through different organizations. Oh, great. Now, right now, Rescue Foundation is, like, who we're um, fighting the money to, and they're incredible because they take women in Bangladesh, Nepal, and India, and they literally rescue them um, from human trafficking. So they go into the brothel at night and they're like rescuing and then they don't just like take them back. And then they they actually repatriate them into society, whether it's like helping them with education, um, their health, um, you know, really just giving them all the tools they need to start this new life and to claim their crown to do what they were meant to do. And I just felt like it tied everything so well together. And my goal is next time I go to India, I want to do like a little a video to kind of show you know what it's all about and like where the money's going and kind of show a little bit more about like what's happening on the ground wow. which, I think be which i i think is really important it's re- it's really nice to see the actual tangible benefits that that you know when people buy your products and see where yeah. it's going oh no i'm so sweet and honorable we can do that that's amazing Oh, Michelle, you're like a breath of fresh air. You're so beautiful, oh, glowing. <laughs> thank you so much for being here. Well, thank you for having me. Like, Tell everyone where they can find Ranavat. Oh, Ranavat.com, everyone. R-A-N-A-V-A-T.com. And then, of course, um, Neiman Marcus, Nordstrom, and really into clean beauty. So Credo, Detox Market. I mean, these are all great places where... Not only Ronova, I mean, you can just sort of explore things from deodorant to, I don't know, anything you want to use. And you, you yeah. know when you walk into those stores that it's fetid and clean. Yeah, I love it. And also check out their Instagram because Michelle yeah, is all over do. it. Oh She's God. the model. <laughs> Trying to be and not sure how that goes. But leave me your feedback, though. I want to know. What do you guys think? I love it. It Tell feels me. like I'm closer to the brand and to the, to the source. I think it feels more real because yeah. I ultimately felt like it didn't want to be this like person behind a desk, like going, yeah, no. you know, you want to be in front of it, but it's like, it's, you know, it's, it's you. putting myself out there. Yeah. <laughs> I love <laughs> it. Um, all right. Thank you so much for being here. Yeah, thank and you for having me. sisters, see you next week. Scott will be back. I promise. <laughs> and you can find us at Ocasis podcast. Thanks. Hey there, I'm Dr. Tracy Dalglish, clinical psychologist and couples therapist. If there's one thing I know from both my personal and clinical experience, it's that we are really good at comparing ourselves to others. We tend to get stuck in the unhelpful narratives that play on repeat in our minds, and we struggle to set boundaries and create healthy love. Each week, I bring you clinical knowledge and evidence-based research, experiences of sitting in the therapist chair, and being a wife, mother, and business owner to talk about everyday issues we all face to help you change the dialogue in your life tune in every thursday to i'm not your shrink wherever you listen to podcasts while i'm not your shrink i am still human and i'm excited for us to be in our vulnerability and humanness together